The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Spin the Rally Pod service area as we get ready to shake down before the opening round of the 2023 World Rally Championship. I'm your host, Lisa O'Sullivan, working on a wet weather setup here in the UK. The recording and editing equipment about to go through its paces to hopefully get this edition to you in record time. It's Monte Carlo, people, but we don't care about the fancy tuxedos. Our dress code is rally suits and at dirtfish.com we'll put you on the list whatever shoes you're wearing. On the start list this morning, we have former motorsport team boss George Donaldson. Morning, GD. How are conditions where you are? Good morning. It's minus uh, three degrees, beautifully clear, perfect Monte Carlo weather. And ready to test his keyboards capability, it is senior staff writer for Dirtfish.com, Mr. David Evans. Good morning. It is, whether you want to know or not, I'm going to tell you. I do want to know. I want to know. It's quite uh, just miserable, just kind of January weather. Uh, in 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 Shropshire, and that and that generally means around sort of I think it's probably three or four degrees. Not particularly sunny, just a bit dull to be honest. Don't worry, Monte Carlo. Yeah, we're here again. What? We're here again. Why does it always feel like we've only just started the season, and then it's round to Monte Carlo again? It's, Best week of the year potentially. Uh, Lisa, most importantly, um, Monte Carlo is so easy now. The boys are just down there for a week. Used to be down there for four weeks, of course, in, 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 in days gone by. Even longer, six weeks, I've seen some, some drivers get and slippers, George? Get my, pipe, really get my pipe and slippers. It's not that long ago, guys. It's just the, the start of the Group A era, literally just 20 years ago. Uh, they were still doing uh, decent long reckeys. It was lovely. Was that just an excuse to spend a month away from home? Well, perhaps for the drivers, but for the mechanics, they used to actually work their socks off on that. Uh, and you, of course, the, the drivers were trying to recce, and they would they would recce the some stage. They would they would go up and down the country, making sure they had pace notes for dry, for wet, for snow, for ice. They would and they would do the stages at the right time of day when the weather was stable. So there was a lot of interaction going on there to make sure that their pace notes were perfect. Um, and the mechanics that just me worked a little bit, all the I'm time. I'm sorry, George, but that definitely sounds like brilliant. We we can do this, so we will do it. Um, and we get to play uh, on one of the great road setups. Yeah, um, of the hey, look, world. It, it was it was well prepared. It was good. Everyone did it, and and it was an event that had been running for how many years? So pretty much most of those stages they'll have done the year before. Oh yeah, or the year yeah, before yeah, that. Yeah. The occasional, the that. occasionally they were turned around or slightly different starts, slightly different finish. So Monte Carlo just likes to move things around just because they can. It's a gorgeous event. It's my one of my favourites, if not my favourite. Tactically, is it? it's my favourite event. But yeah, it, you know how much I love it. But equally, yeah, I, I, totally. But also, you know, at the same time, and I, probably this is the reason that you do love it, it, it can be a complete nightmare, couldn't it? I, I mean, I remember oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> always all, talking to, to Richard mm. and Colin. Um, you know, year on year, we do a, another season preview, another Monty preview, and they would both be of the opinion of, God, let's just get this week over with and get to Sweden. Um, yeah. You know, 
And it's funny, I was talking, obviously I've spoken to all of the drivers uh, recently and said, what do you want? Do you want uh, consistent con- conditions? And that can be consistent snow. You know, that's, it makes the thing much more straightforward if you've just got a whole heap of snow. You know exactly what you're going get, to get and go with. Uh, or consistent dry or whatever. And, and they all said, yeah, of course, apart from Thierry Neville. Uh, Thierry said, you know, for the, for the entertainment, for the action, for the, for, the, for the everything, really, that Monte Carlo is, yeah. you need those changeable conditions. Um, yeah. And, and it does, you know, it does, I guess, from your side, George, the big thing was that it offered a window of, window of opportunity, didn't it? Every it, it time. Absolutely, David. It, you've, 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 you've absolutely said it. And it still is the event where preparation of a team um, in precise preparation of a team, obviously within a fairly narrow set of parameters. But when you've covered all those really well, done all your homework, utilised all the nous and intelligence that you, mm. you need in a team, when you've done a good job, you'll win Monte Carlo Rally. And as for Thierry's opinion that he wants it to be, you know, tough and mixed conditions, it's great to spectate. Actually, it's not to spectate. If it's all slushy and snowy or, or some bits are wet and, and, and some bits are snowy, uh, it's not good to watch because the guys will go on slick tyres and then you'll watch it through a snowy section. They're just pussyfooting across it really, really slowly, yeah. just trying to survive. It's not good spectating at all. What you need no, is full, full snow and then it's good to watch. I've... You do need a bit of luck as well as that preparation, by the way. It's not just good preparation that'll get you through. That's why I think Monte Carlo always has that From, excitement. Yeah. Because you, th- those those sneaky little places that don't thaw out or that do have yeah. still, you know, a wet bit on the surface under the, the trees or the corners again, and stuff that... like that. A little bit of luck will get you a little bit further than brilliant preparation. Cat- categorically, the conditions can change. But actually, if you've done your homework, you'll know where the ice is going to be. You'll know where you know in in the morning the sun hits hits a particular area at a particular time the snow or the ice will melt it comes down you know the the, the gravel crews go across it the road's bone dry the rally cars come across it the road has there's been a snow melt the water's come down the hill as soon as it hits the road it slows down gets cold and you get a big patch of ice halfway around a corner absolute nightmare yes luck perhaps but you can plan for it george um, i've got i've got two questions for george uh, yes Firstly, there is a phenomenon of temperature dropping just as the sun comes up. That's uh, correct. And, it's not. It's not a phenomenon. It's just a fact. Okay. So. So what? Yeah. So how does that? Why does that happen? Because one, one common hour, sense. One hour. One hour. Dict- so the temperature. The temperature is dropping all the time. The sun has gone. Yeah. And it, right. it, it may it may seem to accelerate. It's just because you get up and you feel it cold. And because it's getting colder, it feels like it's all of a sudden dropping because that's the first bit you've seen. But but the temperature keeps dropping until the air temperature generally across the, the board will keep dropping uh, in, in the sort of natural environment for about an hour after sunrise before the sun's up and making any impact to the atmosphere in general. Of course, it can it can strike on a particular area if it's a dark colour. Mm. It could absorb a bit more heat, and, and that's why you get these little patches of water coming down, which then freeze again on the road, because there is a temperature inversion that can happen in the morning. That's the phenomenon that you'll be talking about, where you'll get a, a layer of, of maybe light cloud or, or even just a, a thermocline area where... Above it, the the sun is shining, the air is very still, that air warms up, 
Warm air rises as a rule, but normally as you go up in altitude, it gets cooler. So this is where the inversion comes around. And down in the bottom of the valleys, it's still cold and actually not heating up at all. The sun hasn't reached it. It's uh, minus four, minus five degrees. Up, you know, just literally 300 meters above them, it's, it's maybe plus five degrees. The water yeah. comes tumbling down and then freezes again when it gets down onto the down into the valleys. It's going down the wee rivers it does, and culverts. It doesn't freeze because it's moving, but as soon as it slows down, it freezes. And, and mm. usually where it snows, it slows down is when it hits the road. So, so that, that was question one. So this year, as, is, as has been the case for, I don't know, 10 years or so, we have four tyres. Uh, we have two, what we would kind of call slick tyres, which is a, a, generally a dry weather tyre in a super soft compound and a soft compound. Uh, then we have two winter tyres. One is a heavily treaded, uh, as I said, winter tyre with no studs, and then there's the one with the studs. So there's four options. Um, all are, are are at quite kind of extreme ends, if you like, of the of the tyre yeah. window. But yeah, when when you when you had basically everything, George. So I remember you could have a shoulder stud, <laughs> an inner stud, a half stud, a full stud. Yeah. There were literally probably twenty or thirty tyre options. When to, can you remember one time when you said the weather is going to do this and we're going to gamble on that tire and you got it dead right? Um, uh, yes, yes, I can. I'm not specifically Monte Carlo though. <laughs> <laughs> well, adapt um, that story as if it was. Well, Monte I mean, I, I can, I can, I can give you, I can give you incredible examples. Um, uh, Sisteron, the long yes. Sisteron stage. Yeah. From the bottom, from the bottom, right to the the village at the at, at the the south side, so running from Sister on side, right at the bottom. Okay. Freddie Loikes, Freddie Loikes, I think, took the took the the winter tire version. I think he took studded somethings. I can't remember exactly what it was. So that would have been that uh, would have been uh, is it Mitsubishi? Mitsu, I was at Mitsubishi, and he was in the Charisma as opposed right. to the Lancer. And Tommy took diametrically the opposite. And uh, So probably early, the, early I think, 2000s? I think early, it would have been 2001, 2001 Monte Carlo rally. I am yeah. absolutely sure that, that, they, they were, that both those cars were in the top three positions on the end of that stage. I wow. think... I think that Freddie Loikes, who everyone said was a complete disaster in that car, he won that stage, um, and he won several stages on that Monte Carlo rally, I'm absolutely sure. And then he had terrible stages, but he, I think he finished fourth or something. wasn't an awful result. Um, and Tommy, who was on slicks, diametrically opposite, I think he was like second quickest. And there was a decent gap. There was like 20 or 25 seconds. So... I mean that's just that's just a good indication of how difficult that tire choice is, and and it's it's going to be just as hard for this one. But they're all mixing tires, so you're going to get a car with, you know, two two super soft uh, uh, slicks as we're going to call them. They'll have one studded and one one winter tire on it. You know, typically, <laughs> you know, yes. with three different tires fitted on the car. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll happen. Just trying to hedge the bets. But honestly, this year's Monte is looking. Very, very dry. It doesn't look like there's any possibility of rain on the current forecast I'm looking at. It's looking pretty nice, pretty sunny. The weekend is looking very sunny. This week is okay, but some cloud, um, some sunshine. 
Uh, so I think it's going to be uh, just a mixture of you know softs and super softs, depending on the 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 the, the ground temperature, uh, which the you know the weather crews give back to you, your own mm. knowledge of it. But it doesn't look like the uh, the winter tires are going to get used at all. Which is... Have you had consistency coming from the testing into the event? Because sometimes, you know, in the past we've seen the testing I've taking only, place yeah. in, in completely reverse conditions. I've only I've... seen uh, dry tests so far myself. There, there has been, there's been some rain around. Uh, I know Ford, uh, M Sport had some rain, uh, but generally dry. Uh, you know, snow has been the exception. You can find snow, of course you can. Mm. You can take a road up much higher. Um, yeah. But obviously, everybody's looking at the same data that you are, George, and you have to sort of prioritize yeah. how you much do. time you give to a snowy road and how much time yeah. you give to a dry road. Yeah. And everybody's seen that it potentially yeah. is going to be a dry one. Uh, I mean, it's difficult. Talking yeah. to talking to Thierry last night, and and mm. I said, you know, how do you feel about the fact that your test for Monty is massively compromised? Um, because it would. I remember not long ago there was a time when you you would have each driver would have a day on the dry uh, and then a day on p potentially icy looking at those higher roads. Um, and he said, yeah. it, you know, it is difficult. Uh, and your, your window of preparation is much narrower um, because you, obviously you haven't got the full range of conditions. I think it's probably less, less important this year, but last year coming in with the, with the hybrid cars for the first time, it would have been really tricky. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, we know it, we're down to 21 days testing for each of the teams, so they, you know, they really have to budget those days. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it was always an interesting one, this, because as specific as as Monty is, therefore it requires mo as much testing as you can give it, because there's no other event like it in the championship. But actually, by definition, therefore it's one of 13, so therefore mm -hmm. it deserves probably the smallest amount of testing because it's not a uh, a fast gravel or a or a twisty yeah. tarmac or yeah. whatever it's it's it's, it, it's good clean it's good clean asphalt as a rule or 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 compromised by water or snow or or uh, or or slush ice but how how much how similar george you know maybe if you look at say a corsica car or uh, well these days perhaps a rally japan car how much softer would the car be kind of inherently going into monte carlo Gosh, I'm not sure if it, if it was snow, it would certainly be <clears throat> a lot softer than than it needs to be when it's when it's dry. They'll they'll go for they'll go for a, a handling package because the tires are going to give you all the grip you need on a clean road. I don't think you need to compromise your handling, and I think if if you did, you would you would come off the loser. But again, I don't have the 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 charts, the calculation charts where where there'll be an engineer allotted to decide. You know where, where you know where's the where's the, the, the where's the cost benefit of of uh, the, the setup in terms of time but the 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 reality is that that um quite interesting as you said there Tanak, he's tested in the wet for my money always if you've if you've got a car set up in the wet you'll make it work in the dry you've got a car set up for the dry it might be very hard to make it work in the wet so they got some wet conditions so they've they, they'll have got a, a a better breadth of testing than they might have done and he's the one driver that really needs it coming new into that mm. car but he, Obviously, I, S I remember Esapeka years too, but he's not there, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he is. He is. Yeah. So he I, is. Yes, I, of course, he is. Yeah. I, I remember years and years and years ago when Hyundai was in its first incarnation in the championship, and and they had Freddie and Armin Schwartz, uh, and there was there was some real significant budget issues coming out of Korea, uh, and the team hadn't had. I I can't remember the specifics, but we came to Monte Carlo. It must have been probably around I don't know two thousand and three or something like that. 
Uh, and Freddie and Armin were absolutely up in arms because they hadn't had a pre-event test. Um, and I said, well, you know, what what have you come with then? What's what's the setup? And it was a San Remo setup. San Remo was obviously the previous October. Uh, yeah. So probably there'd been some rain in, in San Remo. And San Remo, don't forget, is is 20 or 30 miles up the road in the Ligurian Alps. Very, absolutely, very, yeah. very similar terrain. But Utterly it, it's similar, a, yeah. It's a kind of mark of how far we've come that those boys were mm. appalled at the prospect of not spending a week mm. in the Alps testing, uh, that yeah. they had to go back to a San Remo car, which a San Remo car would have been and would today be in the ballpark, wouldn't it? And all of these cars very, very this week so. will only be in the ballpark. They won't be mm. absolutely dialed down in the way that 20 years ago you would have, mm. you would have known, if it's going to snow, right, we'll go with this. And you'd have had every single setup ready to go, wouldn't you? Yeah, but to be often, to be honest, they, they so often got themselves tangled up in it, David. It was yeah. so complex. The drivers, the drivers would be sure they wanted to go with this. The engineers are saying, in these conditions, that won't work for these reasons. And and it, some drivers you could explain that to. They would accept it. The likes of Tommy, he would accept that argument, mm. and he would take the compromise and make it work. Four times world champion. Other drivers couldn't understand that. You know, and and they were one-time world champion or never a world champion. That's the difference. Um, yeah. Yuha Kankinen, Yuha Kankinen would always make a car that was easy to drive and easy to, easy to set up. And if an engineer told them that you know this this was a, a better option and it was an easier one to drive, Yuha would always take it. Four-time world champion. You yeah. know. Um, so who is the favourite? I'm gonna I'm gonna just shuffle us on a little bit there. Um, I, I notice on our little running order by the excellent deputy editor of Dirtfish.com, Luke Barry, he's put OTAs to lose. I, yes, I would, I would go with that. But yes, I would absolutely go with that. You know, he was he was very unlucky last year. He got the puncture. Um, yeah, you the, see, you used the luck word there. You see, I, yeah. penultimate stage, and, and we've seen we've yeah. seen all of the the onboards and everything. Um, it, he was very very unlucky to get that puncture. Um, he would have won the event had it not been for that last year. For me, he comes into this event off the back of three. He did the last three events last year, so he's he's as match fit as anybody. Um, and as much as George says it, it will be a dry Monty, there will still be sort of nuances. Oh yeah, David. Where, of course there will. Of course there will be. Yeah, there'll be catch outs in there. Frost. Yeah, where the where the mountain yeah. man said will know his way round it, and yeah. arguably, you know, the guy that could have really taken it to him, Sebastian Loeb isn't there um dakar finishing a, a little bit later this year it's it's precluded him from from getting I, back I, with, with m sport i think Thierry, i think Thierry can bring it to him i think you're right absolutely elfin elfin shouldn't be far away if he's if he's managed to to get on top of all his gremlins he shouldn't be far away but given his last year if i was elfin if i was in, in if i was his team manager i'd be saying right elfin Top four, mate. That's where you need to be to keep, to get your championship kicked off. Don't don't this, worry about the win. Play it safe. Talking to Elvin on on I think it was Friday evening after he tested. It was it was incredibly disheartening telephone call for me. I have to say. It oh, was quite, that's a shame quite, to hear. It was very very depressing because uh, I called Elvin and he answered, um, and he said, "Oh, can you give me 10, 15 minutes?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, no problem. What what are you up to?" Uh, he said, "Oh, I'm just out running." 
and literally his voice was exactly like mine now. It was, <laughs> how on earth? And I said, wait, are you running, are running up a hill? Even worse. And not even remotely out of breath. Very depressing. Um, but when oh. I spoke, when I, when I did catch up with him and... You still got your winter coat on, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, ca- catching up with Elvin and with Tom Fowler, there is a real feeling that they've made some steps. They've bought the car a little bit too and they've given him more options in terms of suspension and diffs and, and and all of that so the feeling is that it the car is coming and like elvin said you know they made a real step between spain and japan last year and he was leading japan um when when it all went a bit wrong um on the final was it the final day i think it was the final day uh so th- there is a step has been made but like you've just said george you know as much as elvin wants to win the event he needs points. He wants to put points down. And and it was really interesting, actually, talking to, to Elvin because I said, you know, you've got to go with that mentality. And he said, yeah, you do. You, you know, you go looking for a podium. He said, but any time you do that, you come away from a rally always now disappointed when you haven't won. Because, you know, you start each event. He knows he's, he's in a great car with a great team, with a great mm. co-driver and a great opportunity. Um, and he wants to win. They and, and this is where my respect and I think... Uh, Respect's probably the wrong word, but Elvin has changed uh, in the last four or five years now that since he's, he's started to win rallies consistently through 2020 and 2021, of course, he actually didn't win one last year. He now demands that of himself and that he's evolved yep. as a driver, uh, whereas he would have started looking for a top three or a top six or whatever. Now he wants to win. He's not mm-hmm. the guy that's going to come out and say, right, I'm going to win this one uh, at all. But behind the scenes in his head, he's constantly got that winning mentality, mm. which, you know, it's, it seems a very silly thing to say. But when he, I think when he was at M Sport, you know, the relationship and everything was slightly different because he was very grateful and everything for what Malcolm had done. You know, Malcolm had invested so much money in him for so many years. Um, whereas when he, when he went to Toyota, he was a very straightforward factory rally driver. You get in that car, you drive it as quickly as you can. You don't worry about what happens if you crash it. We'll build you a new one. Yep. You know, whereas yep. when you were at M Sport, you, you crashed it and you were like, oh, bugger, you know, there's more budget gone. And there was always that consideration because um, obviously M Sport is a private team without the full support of Ford. You had mm-hmm. to be thinking about that. But now Elvin yep. doesn't. And it's, he's, he's evolved. Sorry, it was a very long description. It was. Of, it was. But it was, it was fair. Apologies. But I mean, honestly speaking, I feel, I feel that Elvin should in many ways be going for the win. However, yeah. Given given last year, given all the little difficulties he had, all the little tiny wee mistakes, what he needs to do is take stock. You know, everybody has to do that every now and again. Now he's I'm sure he's taken stock over winter. I'm sure he's you know he's developed through the tests and and what he'll do. The really smart thing, the big win for him this this event is to be on the pace, where where he chooses to be on the pace, and then that what that will be picking his places where to be on the pace. And and being steady and and showing that he can get from beginning to end faultlessly without without any any driver issues um, at all. Um, now and, and again, worth noting that generally speaking, where Elfin had problems, he was always on the pace. Hmm. Um, so for me, anyway, Sebastian Ogier and and I'll give I'll give equal billing to Thierry Neuville for 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 the win. Ott Tanak, an an outside chance, but I think that Ott will will uh, will take the. Will take the steadier approach, uh, as will Cali Rovenpera. I don't think Cali well, will I'm go gonna, for a win. I'm going to, I'm going to adopt my policy from last year. Everybody's going to really, really push hard, and then Cali Rovenpera will win. Mm. 
Yeah. Like it's not. It's certainly not impossible. He's Any just, of them can win. It's that Any- extra year of experience. It, I, I think the Monte Carlo last year, because of, you know, as we say, mm. it's just so exciting. There's so much more emotion in the first event of the season, which is something that Robin Perrot is just, just seems to be able to deal with magnificently. But I suspect he was a little bit nervous last season doing Monte Carlo. Um, it didn't stop him in Sweden, <laughs> Portugal. Where was it? In well, between he's, there, he's, he's a trick of wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm. just his approach was an, a nervous approach to the, not a nervous, a cautious approach to to that first event, and didn't that pay dividends? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, in, he was in fourth you know, place in, or something, and it put points on the board, didn't yeah. it? Straight away, it's, yeah. just, Again. it's just kind of what you got to do. Talking to him last week, he's he is now it, he's a quite a different interview coming into this year, as you'd expect. He's now a defending world champion, uh, and and he sees Monty as an event he can go out to win, uh, and that's mm. that's the objective for him. Last year it was get points on the table, uh, get points on the board, sorry, and and mm. and lay the foundations for a, for a year. He didn't know what was to come, as we've as we've spoken a lot about the fact that last year was Ogier's first year with a part program. So it was the first year that he wasn't going to be fighting in the world championship since 12, 2012. And the expectation was that Elvin would step up with the experience having finished second for the previous two seasons. Um, mm-hmm. In many ways, it was Elvin's to lose last year, particularly when Hyundai struggled so much at the start of the year. Uh, and it, and it just, Calais just played it brilliantly. Um, and he comes, he himself talks expansively um, about the fact that it is going to be harder this year. Um, and Tom Fowler said exactly the same. It is going to be harder because the fact that Oit Tanak has left Hyundai has moved to Ford, it, it, to Antwort, it's, it spreads the competition wider. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we certainly saw last year through Hyundai that the politics and the internal wranglings that were going, in, going on within that team, it, it, it took away some of the energy from both Thierry and from Oit. Um, there was they were they were drivers that were sort of scrapping within the team, if you like. Now they're in their own teams. Thierry, whether he admits it or not, is is team leader at Hyundai. Oit emphatically is team leader at M Sport. Um and I and I think we are gonna see a fantastic fight between Elving, Calais, Oit, Thierry, EP maybe, Craig Breen coming in with the odd win, hopefully. Um and, and there's there's an awful lot to get excited about. Uh, but I think, Lise, yeah. you are you are right. I think we'll see a slightly different approach from Kelly. You know, certainly a, a more confident uh, approach to Monty. And and it's when he's in that kind of mood, when the car works um, and the tire works and everything works, it's hard to to look past him at times. His self belief um, is just that is something you would like to bottle yeah. because he manages to have that absolute confidence in knowing that he he can win it, but it. It's not arrogant. It's not cocky. Yeah. It's just oh, yeah, a bit like Sebastian Loeb used to be, which was the oh, like it just you just looked at them, you thought oh, they're going to win, yeah, because they just have that aura, which must be so unnerving when you're competing against someone like that as well, because you just think, God, look at them, yeah, they look like they're going to win, exactly. And it was the same, you know, like you said, it was the same with Loeb, same with Ogier, same with Tanak through eighteen and, and certainly nineteen. Uh, that you know, they almost looks as though they can do it with an arm tied behind their back. Um, I've not. I think there's no doubt we've talked again expansively about this. Hyundai was on top at the end of last year. There have been evolutions um, to the Toyota, perhaps yeah. more. Yeah, is it going to be a nice one, Cyril? 
<laughs> so I'll be waiting to get that one in as well. The, well done. We quite like New that. New boss. Yeah. And again, talking to, to Thierry, it's going to be really interesting. And, and Neville said, you know, we can't expect miracles overnight from Cyril Abitable, the new team principal. It will take time for him to come in, settle down, understand the sport. You know, he's come from very much a racing background of a former Formula One team principal. So it will take time. Um, but I think change probably will come. Um, and let, let's just see. But there's definitely an energy about Hyundai, which, of course, there wasn't this time last year. This time last year, they knew that they were struggling like hell to even make the start ramp of Monte Carlo yeah. with those three yeah. cars. Oliver Solberg's car was, was a test car, which, which had barely made it through the tests. Uh, yeah. And, of course, it then had that terrible um, smoke issue in the car and, and, and he had to stop on the second or third day. So they are, it's very much a, a different team coming into this one. Uh, and I think they come on the back of, of a great second half of 2022. And I, Thierry is, is going to be right there. It's going to be it's going to be something something to behold, really. I think Thierry's going to go uh, incredibly well, and I mean, you know, he he will be absolutely fighting for the fighting for the the, the lead, fighting for the win. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got he's got to get that on the board for him for himself. But let's talk about the event. I mean, we're not well, going. Hang on, we're before we do that, George, can I can I'm, I ask I'm you from? I know I want, I want your your expertise that we we love to hear from. Um, I am curious what you think will be going through. Cyril Abitable's um, mind, you know, not only is he a new team boss, but yeah. as you know, as we know, he's in a brand new sport for him as well. Yeah. What, what will he be looking to give the team, which has lacked leadership? Uh, well, I mean, I suppose the, the the one thing he can he can bring is just that solid solid leadership. He he will be. I mean, he he's presumably a clever guy. I've never met him. I, I assume that he's a smart cookie. He'll uh, he'll let the he'll let the experts do what they'll do. He'll try and identify where there's any clashes of personality that that are have have been affecting the development of the team. Where you've got you know I have heard that some aspects of the team have been a bit departmentalized, and what you've got there is a whole lot of people that are sure what they're doing is right, but it's not necessarily everybody pulling in the same direction. That's the thing he can bring from his point of view. Uh, sporting wise, he'll be letting his experts do their job, hundred percent. You know, you mm. let your let your engineers take the lead and do the job. Uh, you've got to, for for me, always in Monte Carlo, what you've got to make sure that that uh, nobody gets too bold with the decision, nobody gets too entrenched in a particular strategy that 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 leads them down a blind alley. So, I mean, he he'll know that from Formula One, I, I guess. But the the two. Dis disciplines tactically at least are so entirely different it's just a, a look and see job he'll just be enjoying the uh, the ambience of Monte Carlo and I mean what he should be doing is going out and watching his drivers on stages I'm sure he'll be doing that um, he'll, Do you think, he'll be George, getting used did... to, to, to following the cars uh, live by, by camera you know you want to be doing that you want to be monitoring your drivers understanding them so you 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 know the the one thing he can do is is uh, help them uh, psychologically. Is is that something still team team principals do go out and watch them? Obviously, I mean we all remember Guy Frecklin from Citroen would religiously take the helicopter yeah. uh, and go into the middle of a stage and and do his own split times and and we we joined him on numerous occasions and it was fascinating mm, yeah. to watch the way that yeah. a guy like Guy would watch a stage. Uh, and yeah, then, and then uh, more more latterly, of course, Jos Capito did the same. He would 
quite often get on the back of a Ducati and go out into the into the stages. Yeah. I think there's, there's, there is definitely value to go in and understand the difficulty that your drivers are facing and understand the reality. And it gives you that additional oversight to see it. Uwe Anderson was not one to go spectating mm. much. My, my former boss at Toyota up until, uh, up until the, the, the end of the 90s. Um, and, and he just very occasionally went out. Uh, but, but we started to go out more laterally in that last year of the sport. We went out more often because we knew our car was far away. So we're getting the driver comments about the car's not doing this and the engineers insisting that this was the right direction. And we go out and watch the car and you could see that, that we were far away from where we should be just by the look of the car. So yes, there is a value to going out. Um, a limited value, but a value just in the same way that, that there's a value for the engine, you know, for riding engineers as I call yeah. them, you know, an engineer that goes in the car with the driver, the driver's explaining, I want the car to do this. And the engineer can say, well, actually, we can't make it do this. But if you do that, I can make the car give you this. You know, there's an element of that. And, and I'm not quite sure whether that still happens. That's, that's a question for you, actually, to ask in, in moving forwards. But um, yeah, so it would be, it it be it nice to know that they still do that and don't yeah. just rely on the... the um telemetry just sitting exactly in the spreadsheet, exactly i mean because the telemetry will 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 deceive it'll flatter to deceive certain facts um on occasion and it can take you down blind alleys but again most of the engineers they understand that and, and they're not they're not silly about these things so yeah. um yeah anyway i want to get into the stages that's where the action is guys come on let's 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 get excited <laughs> what do you about want to this. talk about well i want what, about, do you, what do you want to tell us george well lack of sister on disappointing <laughs> i know. know it is it's just you know, doesn't feel quite the same does it we're not really going up the road much at all uh, we're, no. we're, we're getting we're getting close you know we're at it's, we're at malajai we're, we're we're very we're you know we're very nearly you know we're 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 at we're, we're, are we there? Well, we start, we're starting with the Col de Torini to start with, aren't we? Yeah, we've which, got that right up front, which is awesome, isn't it? Let's let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Uh, that is, and it's great. You know, obviously Torini uh, has been has been there for 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 many years. It's been back now, um, but it's been a feature of Sunday. Um, yeah, and so to have it Torini back in the dark uh, is is great. I know there was probably a week ago there was some some snow. I don't know if there's been more snow uh, on the top of Torini. Uh, since then, but it, it's a place which just oozes atmosphere uh, in the day, but by night, oh my goodness, it is unbelievably special. The hotel, there's a hotel <laughs> called a Torino, or what is a 12 LA, I think, hotel up there as yeah. well. They will be absolutely bouncing on uh, on yeah. Thursday night, and, and Certainly you know, will. Rooms, rooms will go for hundreds of euros, and in fact, there won't be a room up there. Uh, I can smell the bonfires already. Exactly, yeah. and the van show and all of that. It's it's oh. great, and it's it's exactly what Monty's about. So to see the Torini back on Thursday night, good on them, you know. And this is yeah. all part of the 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 move back down south from Gap. Uh, it was quite a controversial move uh, in time for last year's event, but it gives us this opportunity to to do these kind of stages. But like you said, George, it does cost you roads like Sister on, which it, <laughs> equally is. For me, you know, it's just as much of a classic, uh, you know, up yeah. at the hairpins, up at the top there, as as Torini is. Um, it, so it, it 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 kind of is. It has the folklore, but in fairness, you know, we are we are pretty close. I mean, they they are just, you know, they're 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 within they're within sight of Sisteron at one point. Yeah. You know, we're 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 past we're past uh, <laughs> Dinon, uh, not Dean, Dean there, uh, the stage I I call Malajai, but um. um 
Uh, and and that, that'll, that'll be, you know, look, these stages are all fantastic. Uh, they're, they're, in that, they're up there in, that, in the Alps. It's beautiful, classic Monte Carlo rally. Uh, yeah, it would be nice to be going up to Gap. It would be lovely to be going across to the to the uh, the Ardèche as well, but um, mm -hmm. th that that doesn't happen anymore, sadly, and 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 it seems to be quite difficult to to make it happen. But I think we've got a classic, the usual classic rally, David, and it's going to be one heck of a fight out there. I'd love to be visiting. I'd love to it, be out it, there spectating. I'd love it, to be out there reporting. Uh, but yeah. I'm going to follow it. I'm going to follow it ever so closely and analyze out everything I possibly can. I'll figure out where uh, where the, the new uh, the new Ab what's his name Abitul, Abitable, Sir Abitable, yeah, Abitable. We'll see yeah. we'll see if he's beatable or not uh, <laughs> to coin the English language. I it, shall analyze out his performance for us. <laughs> it is it is a little bit shorter um, the the whole route, uh, which is which is a little bit disappointing because obviously we we want these things to to go on and on, um, but and you know the 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 Friday and the Saturday. 105 and 111 kilometers respectively not massive days uh two loops no. of three both days based around Peugeot Tenier which is lovely classic Monte Carlo country but it's generally you know somewhere that you associate with the run back down south back into Monte from from Gap and up up around there uh so yeah it is it is it is different um but it's going to hopefully bring well it's, I was going to say bring more people that's nonsense you know people are never a, an issue for Monty. It's always actually quite the opposite. There's always probably too many people, for, if, if anything. Um, so, yeah, a different route, but it's still Rally Monte Carlo. It's still the French Alps. It's still January, uh, and it's still going to be an absolute classic. And, you know, the end of the end of Torini's what? I think it's something like 1,600 metres or something on, on Thursday night. So it, yeah. even if there's not snow, potentially there's going to be a bit of ice around up there. Yeah, but just just to, just to throw the names around, you know, you've got uh, Saint Sauveur, Sortini, uh, you know, lovely names, Entrevaux stages, yeah. San André les Alpes. We go through that stage out to the north of that. And then you've got Malajai along uh, past Dean, you know, more or less between Dean and Sisteron. Uh, you know, the the finish of sorry, the start of that stage is kind of uh, you're kind of looking right up at the the finish of. Uh, the finish of of Sisteron, really. So you're just you're just across the valley. It's classic rally, and you're up that RN two hundred two, or the N two hundred two route route Napoleon. There's a railway, a, a little narrow, not a narrow gauge railway. I say slightly less. There's a rail cars go up and down it all the time. I think maybe only in summer. I've never seen them in winter, but it's all maintained. It's just the most gorgeous scenery, the most gorgeous feel of the country. Lots of lovely little villages with fabulous cafes. Boulangeries, restaurants, but, but one of the things that really interests me is the amount of uh, rally two cars that's on this rally. Isn't it oh. fantastic? Yeah, that entry yeah. list. Yes, that entry we, list. We did speak about it in the last edition, but yeah. we have to talk about WRC two, which is going to challenge the, uh, the the eye, shall we say, for the. Um, I mean, we're going to have to double our attention mm -hmm. for this year's rounds of the WRC because both the both championships are going to be sexy. Ah, totally. You know, I mean, pick us a winner from 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 this from WRC two in in Monte. You know, you've got all um, of the so that's that's the easiest one, actually. Believe it or not, that that has to be the easiest one to do. Although in a very very difficult circumstance, that's easier to pick a winner for WRC two than it is for WRC. So, what are you telling us then, so, George? Oh, yeah. Adrian, Adrian, Adrian Formal. 
should just yeah, the, wa- should what walk about this away. Lefebvre, Rossell, you know, yeah, both yeah, they're all, all they're all good. They're all good. Yeah, they're all good. Not they're not they're not uh, uh, they're not Adrian. I, I'm I'm a I'm a big Adrian Formal fan. I've got yeah. immense respect for him as a human being. We've only never never sat and talked as mates. I've only ever talked to him in an interview situation or frequently sat very close to him on a safari rally as he repaired the car mm. on numerous occasions, poor guy. Uh, uh, but a more determined, um, uh, more even guy. I was as respectful as I could in all those positions, but he became my favourite rally driver um, uh, for, for, for many reasons uh, during that period. Um, I think I think he's going to walk away with this. I think he should I, walk I, away I, with this. Oh, yeah. I, it's a, it's a hard one to know. I mean, it's I w- you're I right. Monty is it. I would love to see. And you know, you know, I was like an underdog. Well, well, there's there's very few Ford Fiestas on that entry list compared to everything else. So yeah, like I, I like the underdog. So I'm going to pick Ford, and I'm going to pick Adrian Formo because I think the guy is fabulous. He had that tough year. All drivers have the sort of year that he's had last year. Um, in many ways, I feel it's a shame that the team broke faith with him. In in a way, I feel that, but I know that I don't understand all the circumstances around that, uh, wh- whether they be sporting or financial. But I'm very happy to see he's still in a car. He's still out on Monte Carlo, and he's keeping his career very much alive. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it 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 won't be easy. Yeah, Johan Russell, Stefan Lefebvre. I don't think Oliver's normally got it for a Monte Carlo, but there's other guys down there that will challenge pretty hard too. Yeah, try uh, Mr. F. Delico. You reckon? You reckon France? You reckon France? Absolutely. I think Francois will be Francois Francois will be stopping at every single cafe he can for a quick coffee and and, and a catch up. If the weather cuts up, then Francois Delacour, put your money on him. Uh, whatever. We've got nearly thirty cars in the category it's, for uh, Monty. It's just sensational. It, it yeah. absolutely is. No, it's great, and it is it going to be a great year. It, it it feels it feels like a throwback to to the eighties with you know Fords and 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 Fiats Fiat one three ones and and uh, Ford Escort Mark twos uh, entering. You know that that's that field of entry. I mean, there's a great quality of entry down there, all the way down. With, uh, by no means, you know, Sammy Bajari. All sorts of guys, all the way down. As you said, France. Got some excited Delacour. Irish drivers as well. The, yeah. uh, the Motorsport Ireland Rally Academy um, set up. They're they're so excited about um, WRC two. And and as you go past WRC two and the uh, and the Rally two cars, we get into our GT. Uh, and there's five or yep. six Alpines down there. It's a real shame there's nobody. Maybe it would have been more fever to see Francois Delacour back in a Porsche 911 GT3. Yeah, that that um, kind of you're kind of thinking that's where you'd have rather see it go, certainly. Yeah, but yeah. still, those Alpines are, are mega to watch. So as mm. ever, you know, if there was one place to be on Thursday night, it would be somewhere on the road up to up to to, to the top of Torini. Uh, no, I would be... be in that the hotel, the hotel La Trois Valley. <laughs> that's where I would be <laughs> on the balcony, yeah. on up the balcony, there. yeah. And I would yeah. be well sawed on uh, mulled wine or whatever. Snowballs at people. Showing snow, snow onto up the there, road. I've, I've been up there so many times when there's no snow, and I've been up there occasionally when there's snow, and it's been fabulous either way. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. the uh, it is, it um, is. And, and George, you know, you talked about obviously following the event. We have some incredibly exciting news for uh, for Dirtfish fans. We are changing things around, moving things up a couple of gears in terms of our coverage this year. One thing you have to look out for uh, is Dirtfish Live Centre. 
it's a it's a new innovation for 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 us this year. It starts on Thursday. It's a great way to follow every you know all rallies. Um, we'll 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 be covering them in this way. So I don't want to say too much. Tune in on Thursday. Have a look. Uh, get involved. Well, what you need to do, David, is actually tell us how to tune in and well, go, where. Go, it's, it, this one's a very straightforward one, Lise. It is dirtfish.com. Uh, it's all Fabulous. based off the website. So dive in there uh, and just stay, basically live there for the next for the next four days. Right. Is that, is that can all, you give us a little more of a hint yeah, of what on. actually uh, is? Li- Are we just going to have to sit there and read words? Or? Go, go see it on Thursday. There will be words. There will be noise. There will be sound. There will be video. There will be a okay. bit of everything. Uh, and yeah, the, the the idea is that we contain all of our content in kind of one place um, on the site, so it, it's all there, uh, and it will be very very cool. And we want people to get involved, uh, to join in, to feed into the co- to the coverage. So yeah, it's you know one thing that we've very much realised um, in the in the three years that we've been running. We you know we we want to bring great content, but we also realise that we we're part of a community. Um, and it's it's an amazing bunch of people. Uh, and fundamentally, Lise, George, Luke, Colin, we're all the same. Rob, we're all rally fans. Fundamentally, we are rally fans. You know, the fact that we can write about it, talk about it, make videos about it is amazing. But actually, what gets us out of bed in the morning is the potential to go and watch rally cars. Uh, and, we're, you know, we're talking to like-minded people. Uh, and we want like-minded people to talk to us as well um it's you know we talk about dirtfish being the mothership it's everybody's mothership um so you know if you've got strong views one way or the other if you think we're getting something absolutely right don't be afraid to tell us and if you think we're getting something absolutely wrong then maybe temper your enthusiasm to tell us we're getting it wrong but please let us know um <laughs> dirtfish rally uh, yeah exactly uh through all the socials and and yeah just jump in on thursday and and have a look uh and get involved um, I am looking forward to that. I've already got the map committed, the, the Monte Carlo Rally Overview map, which is available on only on the Monte Carlo website. I think it's the only place I've seen it. No, no, uh, no. You a, can we, get all of the maps on we, EWRC if you go to our sister site, which of is which is brilliant. Can, yes. Apologies, head, head apologies, apologies. EWRC-results.com yes. and look on the maps. And that, you know, oh, again, EWRC. Geek's dream, that website. I, I absolutely love that website. It's, it's epic. You know, every single... St- possible statistic under the sun is in there, is there um, and, yeah. and the fact that they've now you know added in the maps um in a, in a great association with uh with rallymaps.com everything's there uh so between ewrc-results.com and dirtfish.com you are 100 percent covered well, I don't think there's anything more we can add to that, really, is there? Uh, Colin didn't join us because he's still en route back from Dakar. Excellent work from Colin there, shaking the sand off and uh, getting ready to um, yeah, suit up for the wet weather. Hopefully oh, having he a... Might, a he had a bit of that in Dakar as well, didn't hopefully he? Hopefully having a long shower uh, before, <laughs> he gets, before he gets are in you the sharing, car. Yeah, are you sharing yeah. a house uh, accommodation with him? We are indeed, indeed. And, yeah, and for this one, we have to say we are very, very excited. We've got Josie Rimmer, our... Uh, head of strategy and women in motorsport coordinator coming uh, over to a WRC round for the first time. So Josie is, she's, she was supposed to come to Monty 12 months ago. Uh, I can't remember. I think she was poorly or I don't know if it was COVID or something or travel restrictions, but she, this trip was postponed for 12 months. Uh, she is coming 
uh, over for this one. So Travel restrictions. Yeah. This time I, last year, I, I, still see, I seriously, really I seriously yeah. hope that you've done better on accommodation than you sometimes do from the story. <laughs> well, you, you are very privileged because JC is top top draw, so um, she'll keep you in line, and hopefully, you'll both behave yourselves. Yes. At Dirtfish Rally is the way to contact us. Dirtfish.com for all your rally needs. Everything is there, especially when uh, Dirtfish Live Centre gets underway on Thursday. So tune in for that as well. And it's free. It's free. You don't have to pay any any wonga for it. So uh, feed your addiction then. I'll be paying all my money, Lisa, so I can do a full analysis of everything that's happened for our uh, next podcast, I hope. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll have a full analysis. That's the point as well, you know, if you... if you've got the cash, then then you know all live is a great option, um, and and it's a brilliant, brilliant way to watch rallies. Um, so, yeah, there's you know as a rally fan, which we all are, we've never had it so good. <laughs> no, it's pretty. It is pretty good. It is pretty good as long as as long as the airplanes get up and get us the footage. We didn't... Moving on, 2023. <laughs> Thanks for your expertise. It's been an absolute joy having your company again. Fantastic. Thank you very Thank much. You, Lisa.